Okay, this is the start of the Rolling Toe Show, and we're finally back on. Uh, sorry about that. Turn off a ringer. Uh, this is the Rolling Toe Show. I'm Kevin Beckett. Our number here for this call-in show is 855-950-3835 on the 25th of August, 2022. Mike, who I had hoped would be joining us uh, via phone today from Portland, is still in the middle of a seminar. I think uh, we mistook what uh, times he'd be available as it's still only 10 a.m. in Portland, and he's still doing his seminar with uh, Continental. So, it'll be just me today, and... I just love being on the show, uh, having all the experiences that we have, not only here, but uh, back when we were on XM, and uh, before that when we were uh, doing the the audio road uh, for four years previous to that. It's been a great time, and (laughs) I'm happy to be here, and... I'm excited to take your calls and answer questions about uh, alignments and tire wear and handling. As I say, uh, Mike is on his uh, 56th anniversary trip. Uh, Mike and Dottie, my mother, have been uh, married for 56 years, and they got to start just six days ago, driving from here in Des Moines, up through Minnesota, across the Badlands of North Dakota, all the way across Montana, and uh, just past Yellowstone, uh, down the gorge to Portland. Beautiful drive. Saw lots of pictures of that. Happy for them to be able to take all that time off and head that way. It's been a great week here in Des Moines, weather-wise. Been fantastic. Uh, I don't know how it is everywhere else in the country, but I, usually this time of year, it's fair time, and instead of uh, a pleasant Iowa State Fair, we get sweltering heat, and this week we're getting uh, nothing but good weather, so good for everybody, good for the start of school, usually it's, a, it's hot in those rooms, but this week, this year, everything's great. Um <clears throat> We've had all sorts of good news for our company this week. We've got uh, new customers. We've got repeat customers. We've got uh, long-time customers that are uh, moving on to new things, but uh, just all sorts of great things happening around the country. I can, uh, we're developing more business in Tennessee. I'm putting a shop on the list that I should have put on earlier this summer. I just didn't hear from them. A service tire in, in uh, Nashville, Tennessee is doing great, and they deserve all the accolades they can get for the work they've been doing out there. Uh, if you're going through Nashville, service tire is the place for a truck alignment. And I think we all know, it's, I, I hear about Gabe all the time because he, he calls a bit up there in South Dakota uh, for how, how well he's been doing and how He's getting along, and I can't say enough, obviously, about Chad. Everybody knows how good Chad's been doing for the last 20-plus years. And I wish I could turn that off. I don't know if you even hear it, but um, getting calls anyway. I'm about to throw that phone out of the office. Okay, so... I think one of the things maybe people don't understand about us as a company is that uh, we would never have gotten into alignment at all if our uh, if the status quo were acceptable. If uh, we if we were at all satisfied with how a truck drives after it comes off of uh, an alignment rack in, in a typical alignment shop, then we wouldn't have gotten into business. We, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even, we wouldn't have pursued the business. We didn't intend to be, uh, 
in the alignment business in general. We were doing other things, but uh, we, we had problems with getting vehicles to drive straight, even though they had been aligned. And that's what started our, our journey all the way back in the late 70s, trying to get a vehicle to drive straight when the equipment says it's straight. And that uh, that's grown a lot. It took almost 20 years to get to the point where we had the, the, the red L-shaped bars that you might be familiar with uh, around the country in our mobile shops and our uh, fleets and our uh, uh, franchises. The I shouldn't say our franchises. The uh, Peterbilt or any of the other dealers or any of the other Continental or Goodyear dealers that are out there that use our equipment. They've... Uh, it's it was a long way to that. And even that, it's only been 24 years since we developed that. So it's a, it's a, it feels like the beginning of the journey, even though it's been almost 50 years. And I'm really excited about how everything is going. I hope you guys are out there too. I hope you, uh, you if you've gotten to one of our shops, I hope that what you've seen is you can, drive with one finger now instead of uh, hurting the truck down the road anymore. You get the kind of tire life that actually uh, keeps you on the road. It it's, can often be the difference between ma- making money one year and losing money one year. Uh, and I'm just, I'm really happy to be a part of uh, uh, what we've done to make that happen. Again, if anybody has any calls, any questions, any concerns about their tires, about their truck, about um, some vibration, not all vibrations, uh, any issues with the, at all, I'm sort of like Fraser Crane, but I'm not. I'm not here for you. I'm here for your truck. And our number here is eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. Here on the Rolling Toe Show on the audio road and as you know i've been doing alignments myself for much of the last 20 years Uh, i started a a small business after working with mike i decided to to move up to washington in 1997 to use the equipment out there because I, I was, you know, uh, I had a lot of friends when I, when I used to be in the Navy and they were all up there near Whidbey Island. And I decided to start a, an alignment business up there. And I didn't get six months into it. And Mike was asking me to come back to Des Moines to uh, get back into the manufacturer. Um, I, got, I have a lot of good contacts up there that are still using the equipment to this day and it was a great time up there uh we i got to handle twin steer trucks which was a lot of fun they were hauling milk across the uh, across canada and they needed a twin steer truck to do it and they couldn't keep tires on the second axle the issue it turns out with a twin steer truck and there's not a whole lot of them out there, but there's a, there's a lot of money in that. And the issue with the twin steer trek is that you need to get both steer axles guiding together down the road. In other words, uh, you have, how do you know that the second steer axle is steering straight with the front steer axle? I mean, what is it that would tell you that? Well, it, it turns out that our QCT, our laser alignment system, uh, it's doing that with the drive axles. It's telling you whether or not the drive axles are pointing in the same direction. So if you just do the same thing with the steer axle, and then uh, you, you can fix that problem. It's a quirk. It's, it's, a, it's something nobody else does. Everyone else is setting the toe on a steer axle, and none of them are setting the actual timing between two steer axles. And that's something we learned to do over 20 years ago, back before we even had this equipment. We, we learned of this problem and how to solve this problem. Uh, 
And to this day, I know of no other company that can handle that job. So if you are driving a twin steer truck, or if you know somebody with a twin steer truck, whether it's a crane, a concrete pumper, or just a, a twin steer Kenworth uh, hauling milk across Canada, we can solve that problem. It, 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 they would fight, those two steer axles would fight each other constantly. It went, we take it from the truck nobody wants to have to drive to being the one everybody has to drive. And that's what we do with every truck that we get a hold of. All we want you to do is have a, a good drive down the road. And that's what we've been able to do. Whether it's uh, uh, small plates, 10 truck plates, 100 truck plates, Schneider, um, whoever it is, we were, we've been able to get in there, help them get the answers to their questions, solve their problems with tires, and honestly, keep, keep them profitable. Looking at it that way, every time we talk to a customer, every time we get into a, a new business, we're looking at saving them a minimum of $1,000 per truck per year. So you look at that in any operation, who could, if you had 25 trucks, how could you say no to $25,000? It's been a, a lot of help. It's been a lot of help for a lot of people. And I, I, I we get, uh, gift baskets, we get cards, we get uh, Christmas cards, we get, a, we get a lot of appreciation for what we're doing, a lot of attaboys, and that's, uh, that's the best thing. Obviously, the, the very best thing is that we're still in business, we're still doing this, we're kicking. Uh, no matter what problems have been thrown our way, no matter how bad things have gotten in uh, the economy or in trucking or uh, anything we, we've been able to get through because we're doing everybody right. It's been very, very exciting. I'm very happy to be here for you guys. So again, I mean, I don't even know if anybody's listening, but if you are and you have any questions about what's going on here, our call number is 855-950-3835. And if you're driving, and you want to know whether or not your truck is actually handling correctly, well, just get in the right lane. Find a nice, long stretch of highway, at least, you know, a mile long, and get in the center of the right lane. And if you just get your hand off the steering wheel for just a second, hover it over it, and you count to three, and your right tire is already on the white line, that's costing you money. It's uh, what you really want is you want to be able you want to be able to drive with one finger on your steering wheel, or in the other example I just had, see how long it takes from the time you let go of the steering wheel to the time the tire gets to the white line. And I had a customer out of Wyoming. And I got his. I got it. Uh, it would. He'd let go, and it would be instantly in the ditch. Just a hard right pull. I got the rear end set. We got the front end set. I got it so it was driving nice and straight within our guidelines. It took, he'd let go of the steering wheel with a good set of tires on it. It was one to two seconds. Now, I'm sorry, it was one to two seconds. It is three to four seconds, and it'll hit the white line. But he wasn't happy with that. So he asked me if I could tweak it. And I got into it, and I looked at it, and I checked the feathering, and I checked the measurements, and I said, you know what, I can, I can adjust this one more time. I can go ahead and adjust this. It'll be... Uh, just a 30 second different and it should really help so made a small adjustment sent it back down the road now it's up to 10 12 seconds instead of 3 4 seconds he says yeah but it's still, it's still it still ends up going to the right so I looked it over and I thought about it and I decided to make one more tweak and he comes back the next time. He says, okay, I've got 20 seconds. I got 20 seconds in the right lane before it finally goes off into the ditch. But can you do a little more? <laughs> I said, no, I'm already, I'm seeing you're getting pushed up into the ground too much. You're already seeing feathering. 
you, if I do any more, you're going to end up going over the guy. He's, it was an interesting experience. This guy was, uh, he was hoping, I think, that he could get to the point where he could just take his hands off the wheel and get all the way across Nebraska before he had to drive again, which I can understand. I, I don't uh, care for the drive across Nebraska. It's a, it's a long, 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 flat road. And, and I can understand not wanting to be a part of that every time you drive across it. So, again, our number here is 855-950-3835. I had another customer, also from Wyoming. He had, a, he had to replace his kingpins. I told him, you know, your kingpins are loose. He said, well, I can't get it fixed here in Des Moines. I'm going to have to take it home and get it fixed. So he took it back to Wyoming. He got the kingpins replaced. At the same time he replaced the kingpins, he got the tie rod replaced. And then he drove it back. And he said, okay, I, I, got, uh, I got the kingpins replaced. I need you to set the toe on this thing and say, get, the, get this thing fixed up. And I need you to do something about the rear end. There's these little rubber balls that are appearing on my drive tires now. Ever since I got the, that job done, I look back at the drive tires, and I can see there's rubber balls on the, on the out, outside drives. Not on the inside drives, but on the outside drives, especially the front drive. That was very interesting. I hadn't seen such a thing. I go back to the steer axle, and the steer axle tires were getting shredded, just shredded from the outside end. I mean, they're disappearing. Serious problem. It's, uh, turns out when they replaced that tie rod, they didn't even attempt to get it in right. It was over an inch towed in. And so from the drive from Wyoming to Des Moines, he had shredded that set of steer tires and left the rubber on his drive tires. So all I'm saying is, you know, yes. If you take it back to the MD alignment shop to get everything fixed after you've had a repair, that's great. But just make sure the toe is at least close to right before you start driving. All right. It turns out that I do have a call, and I'm not sure exactly who it is. I think it's Dan. Hey, Kevin. Hello. Hey, Dan. Kevin. How you doing? Hey, Kevin. How you I'm doing? I'm doing all right. Hey, uh, just checked my tires the other day, my steer tires. You guys have aligned my truck. Great job. I have, I was just, while you were talking about it, I just checked. I still have three to four seconds, but I feel like I'm getting some feathered wear on the steers. And the only thing I did different was put two new drive tires on the rear axle. And it, and it seems like on the rear axle, the tire on the right hand side, I got a uh, white single. Mm-hmm. I know they wear strange sometimes yeah. on the insides and outsides. It's wearing, the only thing I can see any different, it's wearing on the inside, the very first, you know, the out, the outside of the tire, on the inside towards the frame, on the right rear. And I feel like I'm getting some feathered wear, but, and I did it, but I can't remember if it was from inside out or outside in, but both tires were... Both are steers. Yeah. Both are okay, steers so were... They had, yeah. Yeah, you got a little bit of feathering on your on your steer tires now, but it's guiding nice and straight. So yeah, yeah. There's a there's been a small change in tow. That happens. I mean, how long ago did you get it aligned? Uh, it was last year. I've got, but I had okay. new steers put on, not uh, within the last thirty five thousand miles. Okay, and, so I had uh, steers and rear axle tires put on. What what steer tires did you get? Uh, the Michelin. Michelin's, okay. And you can feel the feathering on the ribs. Very slight, yeah. Very slight, okay. And then, it's just for your, uh, uh, your ability to identify it and anybody else's out there. If you, if you have the Michelin's, you know, there's, the middle three ribs have these little S-shaped sipes in it. If you just yep. rub your finger over that sipe, you'll you'll feel the feathering even better. You'll it'll it'll really stand out. Um, okay, that's not really what they're designed for, but that's that's where we can find it. 
Um, so again, if you if you're wondering, check those sites, and if it's very very slight on the site, well, again, that's uh, that's a very very small problem. But if it's sharp on the site and very slight on the rib, yeah, you got it, it'll help you identify as, if it's a, a real problem or not. Um, okay. And if they're if they're both smooth toward the frame and sharp coming out at thirty five thousand miles, if you can already feel it on a on a Michelin, it's too heavily towed in. It really needs to come back out. If it's smooth okay. one way, uh, but sharp the other way from tire to tire. In other words, if it, if uh, it's toward the frame, uh, it's sharp on the, the left, but away from the frame, it's sharp on the right then you have a small adjustment to make in the rear still. Okay. 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 I'll All get right. her in then. Yep. I'll and get her as far as that one right rear position, um, the, what, what year is the track? 2020. What's a 2020? Okay. Uh, well, then, the, that's, that's interesting. Uh, there's no chance that it was hit, is there? No. 350,000 miles. Right. Okay. That's interesting. Um, I, I usually say if you've got, if you can see that inside edge where uh, only in one position, then you're really looking at bearing play. And that may okay. be what you've got. Uh, it's a surprise for a 2020, but I guess, you know, uh, bad luck happens to everybody. <laughs> well, going in, going in the shop at the end of the month, so I will okay. have them check that, and uh, okay. and then I will see while I'm off that for that ten days. I'll see if I can't get back over to uh, to Clyde or Bellevue, wherever it is over there. They aligned it the last time, and maybe I can get back over yeah. there. They didn't have they didn't have the uh, the arm that's on top of the rear end. The last time I was there, they thought yeah. maybe I might have needed one of them, but what? I guess they sh- they put a shim or something in on that and and uh, changed it. And, you know, did because they didn't have it. You know, rear axle and tires on the steer. So probably time yeah. to just get her in and have them check it. So I take yep. it back to where they did it before. Otherwise, I got to come out and see you because you did it the first time. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I had to stop right. doing alignment. Uh, you actually did of- stop. Yeah, I had to stop because uh, Mike is retiring, so I have to take care of the training yep. and the sales and all the other work here in the in the office. Yep. So, well, if he's on this month long trip with Mike, he may want to come back to work. That, <laughs> well, that's the first thing he's going to do, honestly, when he gets back, is fly away to Virginia. <laughs> so, there you go. Yep. Uh, that's just how it works out. Recuperation right. period. Yep, there you go. All right, thanks, Kevin. Yep. Yep, thank you. Bye. All right, bye. Okay. All right. Uh, another one. This is, We have one more question here. Uh, Joe is in Texas. So we'll talk to Joe and find out what's going on there. Hello, Joe. Kevin, how's it going, yeah. Kevin? It's going all right. So I get- Good. Uh, I like your opening there, teaching us about some of your experiences. That's kind of cool to know. And, you know, we all pick up from each other. Obviously, that's what the show is all about. Um, And I just have some general thoughts and questions that I want to run by you. Now, you guys speak all the time about when trucks are brand new. They come off the line. And you talk about them not ever having a real alignment. But when you were just talking to the last gentleman, I started thinking, you talk about the alignment itself. But do the bearings also, like in the in the front wheels, is that something that you would consider double-checking? Do they get, you know, not yeah. checked closely when they come out, too? There was uh, about 20 years ago... Uh, Peterbilt was having a terrible issue um, getting a decision on when the bearings needed to be adjusted. Was it that Dana needed to do it before they delivered the exit to the factory? Did the factory need to do it to do it when they installed it? Did the dealer need to do it when they received it? Or was the customer supposed to be doing it when they got it? And there were customers back then 
with uh, this assembly that's supposed to be torqued up to 300 pounds that was not even hand tight. So it is, it's worth at least, you know, jacking it up and checking it, you know, uh, shake it, make sure that it's not uh, free. But uh, they've fixed that problem and almost every new truck, even every new trailer coming out right now, the bearing assembly is torqued down properly. It's worth checking whether or not they missed that. But the, okay. the first, you know, the first they're really getting to the point where the first three years of a truck's life, uh, uh, there's there's a lot less maintenance, which is really important for the large fleets. <laughs> and, okay, uh, well, that's good to know. Yeah, I, I've yeah. got a few other okay. items. Mm-hmm. All right, um, on tires, steer tires again. I had set of tires on about 50,000 miles, damaged one of them, and just wanted to put it one tire on. Is, it, is there a right. law that you're familiar with that tells you uh, how many 30 seconds of an inch uh, you're well, allowed to have difference from right to left? Oh, there is. There, uh, there is no need to worry about the difference in 30 seconds uh, side to side as a as a matter of um, you know law or whether or not it can operate. You can't. You don't want to operate it with less than four thirty seconds at all, right? Right. Not in a steer position. But the yeah the difference neither affects uh, uh, the physics of the of, of the travel down the road. It doesn't affect handling. It doesn't affect anything uh, from side to side on a steer axle. The the only reason we talk about where uh, differences in tread depth side to side is if they started new and one side is now four thirty seconds lower than the other, well that side of the that side of the axle is wearing faster. And you're going to want to rotate them just to keep ahead of that. Okay, that's our only now, real concern there. Does yeah. no yeah. when you when you're talking about a drive, I, go ahead. I was going to say, does the passenger side typically wear faster than the driver's side? Yes, typically it does. I can't say whether, I mean, yeah, I can't say whether it's the, uh, because it's the low side of the crown, it ends up carrying more weight, um, or is just because it's uh, drifting to the right constantly, it's the one that's going to end up picking up the scrub no matter how little it is, even if it doesn't show feathering, it's wearing faster. Um, yes, but typically, typically the right tire wears faster. Okay, and I got one more for you. Um, I've always pulled a trailer that had um, axles were in one position. You couldn't slide them front or back. Yeah. I've got a trailer now that has a sliding tandem. Mm-hmm. And I'm light all the time. You know, I'm lucky if I put, you know, 15, 16,000 pounds in the trailer. Where mm-hmm. is the better position, in your opinion, for wear and fuel mileage? I mean, we, everybody always likes to stretch them out, they say, for ride comfort. Mm-hmm. But is there a I, position more towards the front, more towards the back that you're comfortable with? As uh, we don't sell fuel mileage on rolling tow because alignment doesn't actually affect fuel mileage by more than an actual percent of uh, uh, fuel consumption altogether from worst to best. But as far as tire life goes, no position. If you're, if you're light, I mean, uh, if there's no difference in the weight that it's going to carry, then there's no position that we're concerned about. Um, it's not, it's just not going to affect it enough. So I personally, if it was me, I would probably put it at the back just for the right. Okay. I lied. I do have another question for you. Uh Oh, Uh, this one's going to cost you triple the first one. uh, Oh, yeah, I made some money this week so I could share it with you. So this is again, this is again, another opinion based, but Everybody always talks about tires. Certain brands of tires are better than others. 
Um, and we do know that there is some quality differences in some of them, but okay. I tend to tell people, I, I tend to say to people, the tire is like a, a canvas, a painter's canvas. Okay. You'll get on that tire, whatever the wear problem is, whether it's the Michelin or it's the cheapest Chinese tire as a general rule. I, I always say, you know, because people say, well, what should you buy? And I always just tell guys, well, you buy middle of the road like a Yokohama. But I, I really believe, I think, you know, everybody will bitch about, oh, the Chinese tire, I only got so much miles out of it. Yeah, well, you ran it low. You didn't do a front end alignment in eight years. So, of course, the tire is going to be the one that's, you know, uh, taking the blame for it. But really, it's driver error. Right. What's your thought? Well, my thought is that all these tires are an investment. And depending on the investment you get out of or you put into it, the return is going to be what you get out of it. And they all are a good investment. In other words, if you put zero dollars or if you get the cheapest tire that you can get, no, it's not going to last very long. But it will give you back the money that you put into it. And if you buy the most expensive tire there is, a Michelin, and you run that thing, even if you didn't maintain your truck, it's still going to perform four or five times better than that Chinese tire. So, uh, you know, I mean, obviously there's situations where you do not want to run a, a very expensive Michelin tire in a, uh, an operation where you're going to end up with road hazards guaranteed. Why, why yeah. waste that money? But um, they're all they're all a good gamble, and uh, the, the the Michelin is the best gamble for whether you're going to uh, whether it's going to pay back what you put into it. It's not. It's still not a hundred percent. You can still have a problem, but um, yeah, the 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 better care you take care of your tri- your your truck and your tires, the better the your the longer that your tires are going to last. But as anybody who's bought say a Goodyear or a Chinese tire knows, uh, no matter how good of care you take uh, of your truck, some tires are going to be ugly when they come off anyway. So, yep. All right. That's, Appreciate everything yep. that you guys do, man. Thanks very much, Kevin. Keep up the good work. All right. No problem. Thank you. Yep. All right, bye. bye. Man, I made my money on that one. Three questions. That's probably, um, well, I guess I still didn't make any money on it. All right. I got one more call. It's uh, Jim. And if anybody else has any questions, I got about 15 more minutes. Uh, the number here is 855-950-3835. Hello, Jim. Hi, it's actually Bob. Question Bob. for you. Let's yeah. assume your standard company Cascadia over the road. Right. If both axles are aimed straight ahead, a 30-second shift moves it how far? If everything's straight ahead, how far does it move it, depending on which side okay. you put it on? Okay. Um, our alignment system measures thrust angle in inches. And okay. Typically on the rear drive axle, a sixteenth of an inch moves the rear drive axle one inch of what we call thrust. And that's uh, measured from the drive axle up to the steer axle. That one inch of thrust is uh, the distance or the amount that that drive tire, or drive, drive axle, I should say, is trying to push that steer axle sideways uh, from the time it gets at its position up to that drive to that steer position. So the 25 feet long that the truck is, that's how far it's, uh, one inch is how far it's trying to push that truck sideways, or specifically those steer tires sideways. So that's, that's what uh, the numerical value of scrub. And if you think about that one inch in 25 feet, and you start extrapolating it out, then... At one inch of thrust equals 42 feet of uh, sideways scrub every mile. 
And, and that was a shim you said a, a 16th shim? That, that was a 16th shim? Yeah. So a 30 so second shim would be half a 21 feet. Yeah, it would push a 21 feet every time. Yeah, and then you're talking that in your spec being zero to um, zero to a half, a half inch. inch. Yes, and the half inch, yeah, the half inch is a thirty-second inch shim. And so, if, if uh, we want the rear drive axle within a thirty-second inch shim off to the right, and the front drive axle within a thirty-second inch shim off to the left, and those are the smallest shims that we use. So we're just fine-tuning to as little as we can get. Perfect. Alrighty. Oh, uh, one other question. Sure. Uh, both of your alignment systems that you sell, you've got the one for, you know, uh, uh, basically a one man operation. That uh, well, basically they both are one man. How come one is such more uh, money than the other? Well, one is a four laser system, and the other is a one laser system. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what it comes down to. And one, one actually, I mean, one is aluminum straight tube, and the other is a 16th inch steel uh, turned tube, uh, welded and uh, manufactured for us. And there's just there's more there's more that goes into building that than there is in the the smaller the single laser tow and tandem system. And you and guys, the, the tow and tandem, the tow and yeah. tandem, you guys have a lot of big big name companies that still use that, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Schneider being one of them. Um, okay. I don't like it uh, as much as I like the QCT because the tow and tandem system gives you an instantaneous measurement. And then as soon as you let go of this tape measure, as soon as you uh, drop the, the laser bar, you're no, you no longer have a measurement. But if I'm making an adjustment on tow, or if I've got an eccentric on a trailer or on a Volvo, and I'm trying to turn it and know exactly how much I've turned it before I tighten it back up, well, having the lasers still hanging on the on the uh, axle as you turn it is the only way I'm going to get that done in a day. <laughs> Otherwise, it's right. you make an adjustment, stop, bolt it up, get your laser out, check both sides, it's wrong, unbutton it, and, you know, yeah. So just add, it adds a little bit more of, uh, aggravation, a little frustration, uh, fighting two tapes yeah. and all of that for the toe. Right. It's it but was if you're, if you're it constantly really, doing fine Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, it was the toe and tandem was really designed to survey a fleet, not to do alignments. Okay. So that was yeah, but I mean, it, it also is basically it's the it's a. Uh, an upgrade to the way that we were doing alignments from 1988 up to 1996. So, the, you know, right. it's, it's, that's, that's how we were doing them then. But it was with a string and a tape measure instead of a laser and a tape measure. But, I mean, it would be good doing fine-tooth, always doing fine-tooth every probably six months. Uh, obviously, your toe at that point wouldn't be that far yeah. out of whack. We're talking seconds when you're turning that. Um, yep. tie rod up there so rod. that would be yep. ideal that would be uh, it works just fine yes okay. alrighty well thank you sir alright that's it alright thank you for calling alright yep alright and oh, I got one more tire rod question from maybe Kansas City is this Mark yep um, hi I have a I've got a 2015 Volvo and uh, I bought it used and it had new tires on it when I bought it. And um, I put about 135,000 miles on these steer tires and I've never had it aligned. Um, but I did notice a little bit of uh, wear on the right side shoulder. And um, I took it to my local mechanic and asked him what he thought. And uh, he said, well, first off, he goes, it may be in your rear ends. And we just kind of went through and replaced torque rods and uh, the spring wear pads. And then he went around and torqued all my wheel bearings. And he says, take it to alignment shop. So I, I have an appointment 
um, with an MD alignment plate tomorrow, actually. Um, and um, it, uh, I was listening early in your show, and I, a little bit to the right, um, it's not yanking me, but if I let go of the wheel, I'm on a pretty smooth, straight road. If I let go of the wheel, I've got maybe four seconds um, before it makes it to the white line. And um, you, you broke up there just as you were saying how long it takes. Yeah, about four seconds. Uh, four seconds. Um, okay. Yeah, uh, now I'm I'm yeah. assuming they're going to find my problem tomorrow. I'm wondering, um, can I rotate uh, these front tires? I, I know I'll never get the wear back, but since I've established a wear pattern in that tire, is it just? Is it just going to immediately keep yep. going away, or will I slow the wear down? You, you, the best way to slow down the wear on a tire like that is to put it on a trailer. Uh, then it'll slow way down. But, yeah, you can rotate to try to get more life out of it. The, the, yeah, the fact <laughs> is, is, if you can see the wear, it's going to get worse, and it's gonna, probably going to get worse fast. Um, okay. But, yeah, yeah, you... you after and don't rotate it until after they've looked at it, and uh, then, as you say, if it, if it takes about four seconds now, when you rotate it, it will jump up to almost ten seconds, and um, then over time it'll it'll even out just a little bit, because um, especially if you leave it in the right position, gravity is always pulling that truck downhill toward the ditch. And right. if it's worn to the right and the gravity is going to the right, then working together, they're going to make this thing go right faster and faster and faster. But if you rotate it and you point it uphill and it's fighting the, the pole instead of going with it, then it'll, it'll even out over time. But, but the wear, instead of, so in that case, the wear, instead of being uh, gradually worse from outside to inside, that rib will just disappear over okay. time. Now, need to okay. have the tires dismounted, and if I swap sides, are they directional? Do I have to have them dismounted, and or can I just swap wheel and tire from side to side? You just even even if it's a if even if it's a Michelin, if it's been run over sixty thousand miles, you can just rotate it side to side and not worry about it at all. It's a, like the, there is no, unlike a Corvette or whatever, uh, race car or something, there are no actual directional tires in commercial trucking. Uh, the arrow does not indicate a, a direction that it must rotate. It indicates the direction that they believe that it will cure better and last longer in the first 60,000 miles. Okay. So, yeah, you're um, fine to rotate. Well, that, well, that same wear pattern uh, where it's fast, if I put it on a trailer? Um, no, it will, it will, because you, you got to consider what a, what a steer tire is doing. It carries twice as much weight as the, as an individual trailer tire. It, uh, does the turning. It stands up on its edge when it turns. Um, it has more braking. It wears faster. Everything is, is doubled and tripled as far as, uh, the amount of distortion that the tire goes through. So when you put it on a trailer, oh, that wear could take a year to actually, uh, you know, end up wearing it out. Uh-huh. All right. I mean? Well, I've got fairly new, I got fairly new tires on my trailer, so I, I believe it'll probably have yeah. to sit in the shop for a year. But I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. No problem. Thank okay. you. Bye. Yep. Bye. <clears throat> okay. All right, I got two more, and I don't have very long, so I'm going to hurry up and get this. Um, Micah? Yes, this is Micah. Are you there? Yes. Yes, I am. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Uh, What's going on? Well, um, I've got a a 2016 uh, Cascadia. Um, Last February, I put on all new Michelins. And in April, I took it to an alignment shop with your alignment system, and they put on all new bushings and did not an alignment on it. And for the first month, right. the truck would run straight down the road. It was absolutely perfect. 
And within maybe after two months, it started pulling to the left. And so a week ago, I took it back and they checked the alignment and they made some changes. But as I'm driving down the highway, this thing really keeps pulling to the left. And when I change lanes and go into the left-hand lane, I almost have to make a, a quarter to half a turn with the with the steering wheel to the right. right. And so I right. don't know what I should do. Should I take it back to that shop and ask them to check it again, or or what? What's going on here? Well, first, first I would I would look for feathering. Um, okay. Words, can you feel feathering across, especially across that left tire? Um, okay. And then second, like I was just saying to those other guy, uh, let's see. I wish I knew more about the alignment that was done. But like I said, you're, you've got a, a force gravity that is always pushing the vehicle off to the right. Um, so it takes an extraordinary amount of both alignment and tire wear to create a condition where the vehicle is trying to climb over the ground instead of go down towards ditch. Um, okay. And that's what you've got is, a, is a, an extraordinary okay. either, either misalignment or tire wear. And... If they got the rear end right and you rotated the tires, then this left pole should turn into a terrible right pole because okay. it's the the problem is in the tires. Uh, so, you know, if you can check for feathering and you can determine that both the left and the right uh, steer have terrible feathering toward the crown, like it's sharp going in from the right and it's smooth going in from the left tire then if you just rotate that right steer on the rim now you've got opposing forces between the two steer tires and it'll drive straight so okay. again, the thing to do is to check for the feathering and if they've okay. done everything right you can fix it that way flip flip the tire on the right side well that that again it depends on the feathering you gotta check got the feathering. If there's only feathering yeah. on the left side and there's none on the right side, well that's not gonna solve it. And okay. uh, again, you know. Yeah. So I would check that. And if, if you okay. have any problems with that, give us a call here at the office. Uh, my number is five one five two four zero five four nine nine. If if you okay. if you after the show's over you check it, you determine, hey, I got another question. Okay. Well, thanks. All right. Thanks for the information. Another another question I have, you got time? Is I got these uh, directional sure. Michelins. Is it yeah. okay to to flip the tires? I mean, not on the wheel, but just flip them from right to left. But when you have a again after after they've yeah. cured for after they've cured for sixty thousand miles, you can do anything you want. Okay. With. Okay. Well, I've had shops try to argue right. with me about that in the past, and it always worked good, but they didn't want to do it. And They, and, uh, I they do. Um, if you need, I don't know if it's on our website. I thought it was, but uh, we can at least email you the, uh, the technical bulletin from Michelin that says that okay. these are not just directional tires, that you can rotate them at 60,000. Okay. All right. I'll know where to find the info. All right. Well, thanks for your help. I appreciate it. All right, no problem. Thank you. All right. Yep. All right. Well, I've got two more, and I don't have very long. I've got. I'm almost over my time, so let's hurry up and do this. Uh, Will, what's going on? Yes, sir. I need to find a set of chrome tires. Chrome tires. Now maybe it'll last a little bit longer. What you can what you can do is you can get a regular tire, and you can get our chrome kit, and you can chrome your tire. Um, I don't recommend doing the tread. You can at least do the sidewall. Okay, I know duct tape doesn't that's, stick that's to the tread very long. No, no, it would wear out quickly. Uh, but yes, it does. But yeah, if you at least chrome the side of the tire, that should help with your fuel mileage. Oh, there you go. Uh, I've got a complicated <laughs> deal. I'll try to shorten it up. <laughs> uh, 86 Peterbilt extended hood with the old, old right. style front air ride. Uh, uh -huh. 
couple months ago, got an alignment. They did a pretty good job. I don't know what the, the caster was. Uh, it was not at one of your shops. Uh, put a brand new set of all position tires on. They're Toyo 122s that have the big wide outside rib. And okay. about 25,000 miles later on the left tire, I was getting wear just on the edge. And if I remember right from a show or two ago, that's just from there's not steel belting under that edge. But on the right tire, but the right tire, the, uh, the entire outside shoulder is wearing off just the shoulder. There is no feathering. The inside shoulder is fine. And I stopped one time when I was in construction and you could see the rubber on the tire just rolling up. So that weekend I swapped tires left side to right side and now it has the left hand pole. Uh-huh. Is it just a bad tire? Yeah. I, I'm leaning toward that, especially when you say there's no feathering. Now it's an 86 and the issue yes. with an 86 is you got to keep the head on the bearings. There will, you know, the bearing end play is in every 50,000 mile check. Yes. Uh, and it has been checked. It, it is right on. With a micrometer. Okay. All right. So the bearings are fine. And then if if the bearings are fine and the tie rod end is fine, uh, they're brand new. That would be the things I would be concerned about that cause that wear. Um, okay. And as that shoulder end up being the tire. Okay. As the the inside wear or that outside shoulder was wearing, it was starting to cup there towards the end before I swapped sides on it. I don't know if that matters. Yeah. It's hard. Well, again, it's, uh, I mean, as long as the bearing's tight and the tie rod's good, then, uh, and you said there's no feathering, then that no, outside sir. wear is, uh, on an 86 P is probably going to end up being the tire itself. Okay. That's and what that, I thought. That would, I do that appreciate would it. Agree with, that would agree with the pull that you have that, that chases the tire. Uh, you bring it right. to the left side, and now it's pulling to the left. Well, that okay. You've got a distortion issue in a tire that doesn't even have feathering. So, right. Okay. Well, I do yeah. appreciate it. All right. All right. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Have a great. All right. All right. Well, I am out of time and out of calls, so I am going to have to go ahead and let this go. And we'll get back to you next week. And hopefully Mike will actually be available. Um, If not, I'll just take care of it. Thank you for calling. All right, bye.